0: takes a lot of love and guesswork. Thankfully, we don't have to do it alone. We're three hermanas who are moms, wives, and share how we do life, family, and
1: faith. Join our familia as we learn together, laugh, and have sometimes loud and crazy conversations. Welcome to A Little Mass. familia, happy Tuesday. Welcome to another episode of A Little Mass. You're here with your admanas, Mabel and Celeste. Oh yeah. Our sweet sister Evelyn, it's getting that time it sure where is. that baby is about to come. And things are getting real uncomfortable. And things are getting real <laughs> uncomfortable. It's getting real. This and struggle as much as she likes to push herself and she's like, I can do this, I'm superwoman, which she is. <laughs> yes, yeah, she is. Us her sisters have to sit her down and be like, you know yeah. what, sis. We think it's time that you take some time for yourself. Ready yourself for this little one. And so she's going to be taking a little break. She may yeah. come on here and there, but that's only because she's going to make us. Because yeah. <laughs> she's the she oldest. she's going to be like, no. I said, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I told you I'm fine. I know. She's so sweet. Oh, but yeah. So, you know, it, it is. It's like, it's crazy. Us as women, like we do, we do so much. Mm-hmm. And we have all these boxes to check off. But at the end of the day, it's like either something has to happen where you're like, OK, I need to take a step back or we need other people to tell us, like, OK, you need to take a step back. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. why are we like that? <laughs> it's just crazy.
0: I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the people pleaser in me mm-hmm. or just, you know, you really just feel like I can do all this. I, you know, you're just that driven. I don't know.
1: I know. But but I do. I was just like, oh. yeah. There are
0: times when I need that too. I just need like, okay, you know what? No, yeah. <laughs> It'd be nice if we could do it for ourselves, though, yes. a little better than we do.
1: <laughs> but then, then I find my, I, I tend to find, and I've been working on this, where when people know for themselves, like this is too much, I can't do it. Mm-hmm a part of me is like are you kidding me because I'm doing it yeah and I you're have to right like to control myself because yeah. it's like that's not how is that fair to them <laughs> it's not you're
0: tell first you tell just us they got some good boundaries yes. and that's when I realized you know what's less uh, stop being a hater you need to get you some boundaries you know too. What I mean? <laughs> how about that it's like so just some because limits.
1: they can acknowledge like look this yes. is my limit and you over here like can't acknowledge what your limits are and mm-hmm. you're like but I'm doing all this how
0: come all <laughs> of a sudden you can have all this it's like no, but that's true because like, I've, we've I've done been, that to each other
1: have we not yes
0: I've been in that place before and you're right I have to check myself too too, like I never say anything to the person in the moment Mm -hmm. I think I just kind of sit there and internally I'm having kind of this like internal like you know conflict and then I'm having to be like at the end of the day I do realize you know what so let's stop tripping Mm -hmm. because props on them for being able to take care of themselves how about you take a page from their book Mm -hmm. and you do the same for you you know because it's true we don't know other people's limits somebody else might not have you know as much of a ability to do Uh you know what we're able to push ourselves to do but at the end of the day I think to taking care of ourselves so we can be those really good moms that we Mm -hmm. want to be to our kids good wives you know good whatever professionals or whatever it is that we're doing we we have to be able to set those boundaries like this is a little bit too much sometimes I think that's where we struggle no yeah Mm
1: -hmm. I mean I think it's different when like you know people that just always want to do the bare minimum that's different yeah for sure you know like I know like even with you say like I remember one time we had like a whole discussion because I had gotten frustrated with you mm-hmm. and at the end of the day it was it was just because I felt like uh, I don't know I had to realize in myself like what's wrong if she wa- if she can't do this mm-hmm. because she wants to spend time with her family <laughs> and why are you going to be upset with Uh her over that? Like you're always pushing yourself to whatever you can do. You're Mm -hmm. always stretching yourself. And it was just like that moment. Like I had a really like Lord had to check my heart and be Mm -hmm. like, what is your deal? (laughs) Like she's just telling you this and this. I can only do it from here and there, you know? And it's like, why are you mad though? (laughs) (laughs) And that's, I'm like, Oh my gosh, we just, (laughs) we put pressure on ourselves. We put pressure on other people. And it's like, at the end of the day, as much as, you know, we want to grow something and make something happen. You also can't drive yourself crazy yeah, that's true. when we're moms.
0: That's true. We're wives. There's a lot on our plate you for know, sure. We
1: have responsibilities elsewhere, like at church, mm-hmm. at work, whatever it may be. And it's like, it's hard when you're stretching yourself so it thin. It is.
0: And the crazy thing is, because I was just reflecting on this sister the other day, because the thing is, these are things that we love. Yeah. You know, like doing the podcast, we love, mm-hmm. you know, the, the things that we do for our ministries, at church outside of the podcast we love Mm -hmm. the things that we do for fun that we do whatever to grow ourselves you know personally spiritually whatever we love that too and so i think it's really just priorities what comes first and how much time can i allot to all these things that that matter to me Mm -hmm. you know so that i'm not spending all of my time doing one thing and neglecting other things that are still important
1: to me because like i've shared with you guys that i I always struggle with that, especially when it comes to stuff with the podcast, yeah. because I, I'm so passionate about it. I love yeah. it. I love that I'm doing this, you know, with my sisters. Mm-hmm. And I have found that there were times where I would neglect my time with my daughter mm. because here I am on the kitchen table editing out an episode or doing right. this or doing that. And taking on way more tasks that no one asked me to do, but I'm just doing them, you know, (laughs) because I'm like, oh, it's because everyone will see that we need to do all this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm getting frustrated in myself, you know, and seeing like my poor little daughter having to entertain herself. And I just realized the same thing. I was like, okay, as much as this is important to me, my daughter is a priority. Of course. And I'm a I'm a stay at home mom. Mm-hmm. And it is not fair to her that she gets left on the back burner because I'm doing this, right. you know? So now I have found the balance of, okay, I wake up way earlier than she does mm-hmm. to get podcast stuff out. Mm-hmm. And if she sleeps early, I can do it at night, which mm-hmm. is great. And I'll get myself until, like, maybe 11 at night. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, before I was trying to be healthy and take care of myself, remember, like, I would tell you, I would sleep at, like, like 4 or 5 in the oh morning my gosh. in our first living room so no one could see the light. Yeah. And I would be working there for hours on end. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, like, this obsession, like, that I would just have of, ah, the website needs this, this needs that. Yeah. And I just had to realize, like, I cannot let this consume me in that yeah. way because then it's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not just this single woman anymore that has no other responsibilities. Because like my poor husband would come out like every couple of minutes, honey, are you going to come to bed? And it's like, honey, I I have like three more hours. Like, please, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and it just and then he was almost feeling like, oh, I don't know if I like this podcast thing. Yeah. And it wasn't even his fault because it's like. I, I, it was just taking up so much. It of your time. It was taking up so much yeah. of my time, and now we all love it because we have all found a good balance. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, I love that you have this and you're passionate about it." Yeah. Whereas before, it was like, "Oh my gosh, this isn't." He felt like I was adding another thing onto my plate unnecessarily. Yeah, I've heard that. And so, before as my husband, my it hurt husband. him. Yeah, you know, because it's like, "Why are you doing this? Adding this unnecessarily? Yeah. <laughs> like, this doesn't feel like it's just this fun thing anymore." Mm-hmm. And it was because I was always so stressed out. Like, but I have to do this still. <laughs> I have to do that, and. And yeah, yeah, it wasn't as fun anymore. And luckily, I let all that go months ago. Good. And now yeah. I feel so good. And I'm like back to like, oh, all these ideas are flowing. Yeah. I'm excited because yeah, I'm you've been balance. a lot more creative. Yeah, yeah like you your know? creativity
0: process has just grown uh, leaps and bounds. Yes. From just when you were stressed out yeah. about having to get certain well, stuff. done. And it was
1: even just, I remember one time, I think we were on the phone. I was in my car, like in front of the post office. And I had told you, I was like frustrated, I remember. Mm-hmm. And I had... and. I remember you had told me, you were like, well, what can I do to help you? And I was like, why are you frustrating me? Well, you don't tell your sisters what they can do and they can do stuff, (laughs) you know? And I remember like, you know, you and Evelyn help with like the newsletters and Mm -hmm. and you do our episode outlines and you get all our episodes together. And I'm like, my sisters are super talented. Like what the heck's wrong with me? Oh, thanks, man. It's true. (laughs) And it's like this huge burden was just lifted off, and it was like, I didn't want to like necessarily bother you guys yeah. and you guys work and this and this. And but that. I think
0: it has helped too when you've been more direct about like, I need this from you guys, Yeah. you know, cause otherwise it's true. Like one of the things that I've learned is we don't know what, you know, other people need. We just kind of assume, okay, everything's okay. They seem to be uh, functioning just fine and they're doing things, you know, and it seems like everything comes so easy, so naturally. And we're not realizing like, Hey, this is actually stretching them out. And this is actually, Quite a chore for them. This has actually now become something that's become almost even burdensome. And it's like you yeah. don't realize it when when they just make it look so flawless
1: and effortless. You're just yeah. like, oh,
0: they love it. They're doing a great job. I don't know, you know, that like <laughs> I'm mind reader over here, like, dang, this is really stretching her. She's struggling.
1: <laughs> but that's the thing, we don't ask for help. Yeah. And so we have to ask for that help. That is true. Let's not I've, do too I've much. I've done that before. Let's ask for yeah. help. And be understanding when people that have stretched themselves to their limits are like, you are know honest what? about, hey, yes, I need this time, yeah, for my family because it's mm-hmm. important, or I need this time for myself, mm-hmm. and like, don't be judging them, yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> we can do that, you know. <laughs> um, so today we're going to be talking about a very important thing that's near and dear to my yes, heart. Of course it is to you, <laughs> of course. It's my ode to the middle child, those sweet middle children who are overlooked. Overburdened. I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh, all
0: of that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You no. put too much crema on <laughs> that tacos, girl.
1: Who <laughs> don't like tacos with crema? You know what I mean? Extra crema, girl, please. Girl, that's and true. <laughs> <laughs> No, but familia, you guys know um, that myself and my brother are both middle children because it's six of us. But really, he doesn't count because he's wow. the only boy, and we've <laughs> talked about that before. So I'm not going to go into specifics. Um, but uh, I was. You know, kind of thinking. I love you. Just stripped him of his middle child <laughs> title. Just, <laughs> he ain't a middle child, okay?
0: Just because he's the only boy, he, you're like he's already something special. <laughs> yeah,
1: because he already, you know, he got his attention. He got his time. We you know. get it. Somebody's <laughs> hurting. I'm just kidding. No. But so anyway, um, there was this article that came out that was talking about the fact that middle children are becoming extinct. That sounds so sad. (laughs) When I came across it, my heart broke because I'm a middle child. And so I just thought, like, no, Lloyd, this cannot be happening. You know, we cannot get rid of the middle children. And really, the basis is the fact that You know, in the 70s, four kids or more, Mm -hmm. right, um, were the most common family unit. And back then, 40% of mothers between 40 and 44 had four or more children. 25% had three kids and 24% had two and then 11% had one. So really, Mm. the larger family was a norm back then. And now, however, how many do you see?
0: I mean, you see the norm being two. Yeah, right? That's about the norm. Maybe three. And that's sometimes pushing it
1: for people. Yeah, it is. And so with now the dynamic changing where now there's only two mm-hmm. kids, there is no middle child because now that's you have right. the oldest and you have the youngest, mm-hmm. the baby. But there's no one in the middle to balance that's the body right. out. And I
0: remember like I was reading this article and I was like, and if you're like me or you, we uh-huh. only got the one.
1: Yeah. So we do. it. There are
0: everything. Uh-huh.
1: It's true, you know? I mean, and really like times are just changing mm-hmm. when you think about it too and then when they asked a lot of these parents like why they only had two children um the common argument for two kids is really a reasonable one because you have an oldest a youngest and both have now a sibling mm-hmm. right so someone if you really with
0: yeah you're not alone yeah you
1: know i think Evie was the one that had said that before that she really wanted to because she didn't want her son to be alone right. you know she wanted him to have someone and sometimes i think that when i see my little one i yeah. know you and i oh, have had yeah. that conversation sure. cuz your little one is she's going on what 8 she's now she's going on 8 yeah she's yeah. 7
0: she's about to be 8 in a few or yeah and a couple she, months
1: and she's different we're like she really wants a sibling yes. you know how some kids um, I know I've talked to some kids that are only children. I'd be like, oh, like uh, me thinking, because my mind, you know, mm. I had siblings and how wonderful that is. I'll ask them like, <laughs> oh, did you ever want like a sibling? Like, no, I love being an only child. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, my daughter's not like that. No. I mean, she straight has told me a few times, like, yeah. you know, I wish I had a sibling. And you're just and like, so I'm I like I know, oh, gosh, life. Me,
1: you're breaking my heart. If only it was that easy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It is like, and we were talking about this just before even this morning, right? Before mm-hmm. we even hit record was how hard it is. Like yeah. even conceiving, like sometimes when you're a teenager, you thought, oh my gosh, it's so easy right. to get pregnant. And then as you get older, you realize like, no, it's, it's not, not that easy. And, like, and you see it more and more now. Yeah. I mean, I've got really
0: close to your friends who were like, All right, you know, have been trying and are trying for a while mm-hmm. with their spouses. And it's just, you know, it's just taken a minute. Yeah. It's taken a while. And it really is like this. I've known that struggle,
1: you know, so yes. yeah. what well, we all have, mm-hmm. you know, and like, and it's almost like that quiet battle that you have, yes, you know, for because sure. you don't want to, it's not something that you can tell everybody like, oh yeah, I'm struggling to conceive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's just, it's just like this, this thing that really like you carry with you. Yeah. And, and it is, it's so hard, mm-hmm. you know, but so a lot, So I know going back to what we were saying was we've talked with like Evelyn and we've had this conversation where like, sometimes you do think, oh, I I would love a sibling for my little one. You know, I like with her, she loves to be alone. I notice, but she, sometimes I feel like she gets bored of just playing with me. And you kind of wonder too, like
0: because i heard you just say okay you know that your daughter loves to be alone sometimes uh-huh. but then and my daughter's the same way i mean yeah. she she can entertain herself you know and we'll, well play together and all that it, right yeah. but then you think about it and it's like yeah but how much of that is just because that's that's all she knows yeah. like she's kind of had to do that mm-hmm. and so that's kind of like
1: oh i know well i know i mean you know i would really love a sibling for her but it's been hard so yeah. i know for some people yeah. it's maybe that case or maybe they're just waiting for the next mm-hmm. child like when it's right for them mm-hmm. whatever it may be and um Quick so, question, quick yes. question. I'm sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> I'm yeah.
0: sorry. So, what was your ideal number? Like when you dreamt of like kids? Cause, hey, you're interesting though, because at first you didn't want, want any kids. biological kids. Yeah. You just wanted to adopt, mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. Right. But then once you finally did get into that groove of like, okay, I could see myself having my own biological kids. Yeah. What was your like magic number of like how many kids you dreamed you'd have? Oh gosh,
1: have? it has honestly changed, sister. Really? Like, okay. So what what was it? <laughs> okay. I want to know. Before, before it was three. Okay. Like I just wanted three then now that i have you know i don't know as i've been like seeing my daughter and then like we have cousins that have like large families uh-huh. you know and i love the dynamic with all their kids mm-hmm. and and they've raised some amazing children yes for sure um i now i start to think like maybe i want a large family what? like we have. <laughs> oh my goodness but it's a how lot funny. like i don't know how people can, you know like i don't know how mom and dad afforded i don't know having 6 kids you know i i think of like my cousins or whatever that have so many kids, I'm like they're like super parents. They make it work, yes. yeah. They totally make it work. And then I'm like, what if they just got lucky and they have great kids? And what if my kids turn out <laughs> terrible? And like, you know, they're just they, they don't help me around the house. They don't do I mean, I'm sure they will, yeah. but it's scary. It's scary to think of having that many kids. But sometimes I think I think of like how all of us are each other's like support system mm-hmm. and how close we are. And I I would love that for my kids. That's but true. now my number is three or four. You know. Yeah. And um, that's kind of where I'm at okay three or four okay cool what's your number my my number was always three really and i
0: don't know why and it's funny because i remember having a conversation with evelyn years ago and i told her three and she's like why three you would need two or four you can't you know how she is i know she loves symmetry symmetry, right and so she's like you can't have three it's got to be two or four two so they can play together and another two so they can play together but you don't do three because the poor third child's always going to be stuck out you know and i remember i'd always be like but no that's not true we have these cousins right yeah who are this sweetest and we love them with all of our heart and they are three siblings yeah and they're great and i but the thing is true i know it took until they were grown really you know for them to all really meld together and uh-huh. be like that unit um which tends to happen in families well, know, when, i mean it when happened you're with like us yeah, you guys want nothing to do with even four I years of a difference <laughs> right doesn't yeah. seem like much when you're grown but when you're little that's a huge difference mm-hmm. so It was funny because she was like, no, not three. You either do two or you do four. She's so funny. (laughs) But my number had always been three. I don't know why. Uh And so I'm like, okay. And so I still think I would love to have three. But I'm thinking now, realistically, it might be two. Okay. You know? But if I could do the three, hey. That'd be great. (laughs) Yeah. That would be like ideal. Yeah. But we'll see.
1: See, and so so that's the thing. We're a little different but mm-hmm. i really thought most people i mean i see all my friends and a lot of them are like having trios you yeah. know they have three but according to the s- statistics that's not the case most yeah. people are just having two kids i think it's
0: just financially too i mean the cost of living now is so oh ridiculous my gosh. especially ridiculous here in southern, southern california. california heck yeah it's ju- that's <laughs> true Don't that's true We got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah out here it's just on a whole nother level and so i think i mean when you think about that and not only cost of living but like you know, we were talking about this earlier, maybe about even like getting our kids to school, like yeah. you know, if we want
1: to do higher education for them, that's expensive. All those future expenses like they and well and that's one of the big reasons why people are no longer having, you know, more kids because they say, you know, now a slightly smaller brood is ideal. Um, because if anything, three or more kids seems decadent. <laughs> That's the word they yeah. use, which I love. <laughs> I remember reading that I thought, what? Okay. You know, because they feel like you're pretty much telling in the world, like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm well off. We I can have this. <laughs> but <laughs> this I was not thinking. Not a problem. Yeah, <laughs> you're all showing off. As I was reading it, I was thinking, yeah, but really, it could also be those parents just feel like we know how to budget ourselves. Yes. We can take care of all these yes. kids. Yeah, I don't necessarily think it's it's necessarily the stamp of Oh, we're so rich. Yeah. We can have more than kids. Well, and I think kids. about our
0: parents. I mean, we didn't always necessarily have brand name things growing up. Yeah. I think as you got older, then it's like, you know, they would work their way so that the oldest ones got to have that. And the poor little younger ones had to kind of just make do with what, you know, what was available to them until mm-hmm. they got to a certain age. Yeah. But I think you really do. You get creative about those things. Like, what is a necessity and what's like a, a want? You know, and the necessities we always had. We never had to worry about that. But there were other things that it was like, yeah, you're not going to have like, you know, the newest game console. You're going to have to wait a little bit until, you know, it drops a little bit. We talked about (laughs)
1: this. We didn't say it necessarily in last episode, but last episode we were talking about the things we would want to bring back, right? and so <laughs>
0: Toys R Us was one of them yes and so we were talking about we were
1: like but we really never went to Toys no. R Us
0: I just remember like the jingles on the commercials I uh-huh. remember hearing them all the time and being like I would love to go to Toys R Us yeah but let's be real one it was just too overpriced for us it was, it was like, decadent the same yeah you could exactly you, you could have got the same toy at Target
1: uh-huh. for less you know girl I mean? we, we still weren't getting that toy from Target no. what you talking about we never went to Target <laughs> I don't think we discovered Target until when, like, our teens, when we finally yeah, had our own probably. jobs, because yeah. it was out of mom's and dad's mm. budget. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, no. Kmart well, was somewhere. always
0: closest. It was like right there. That's
1: true. You know? It so,
0: was. I don't know if it was proximity or Target was a little further out of our way growing yeah. up.
1: Yeah. Well, we never hung out in that neighborhood no, anyway. Not really. Yeah. And it was like our high school neighborhood, but it was, you know, more middle yeah. class area. Yeah. There were just certain areas we didn't know because we went wherever mom and dad went and they hung out Mm -hmm. in areas that they were comfortable in Mm -hmm. or they always knew. Yeah, it's true. So going back to the whole middle child thing, right? So that really creates not a problem, but (laughs) this whole article was focusing on why we would lose out on so much if we get rid of the middle child. We get it. (laughs) You're (laughs) important. Okay. No, but let me tell you why. Because it was saying how, for instance, a lot of creative people, don't t- you better not tell me? Are the
0: middle children?
1: Are middle okay. children like a lot of artists and actors that we know of? You know, and people like have, that have done big things are middle children. But that's not just it. You wouldn't be losing out on my creativity. Oh salad. my gosh! Don't you do <laughs> just kidding? Um, but really, what they were saying is right. Is that the reason why we would kind of lose out is because middle children also are really empathetic. Because they've been the ones Girl, you no. you, just, <laughs>
0: you just like speaking all about me right now
1: and I'm not the middle child, so I just no, say I just, this no. is a lie. But but you technically <laughs> are in the kidding. middle of a three-step. Yeah, that's true. You know, you that's are. True. So I think you could break it up in, in mm-hmm. categories. That's like what I percent all the time, and you always say it's not oh. true. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I'm trying to say is is that they're really like they're like the secret holders, you mm-hmm. know. Um uh, they're the ones that, they're like those hardy types whose upbringing, you know, kind of helps them to not only understand people, but um, because they have felt... Everything you just said is about <laughs> me to the T. Okay, natural. <laughs> this is my ode to middle children, okay? <laughs> just kidding. Yes, yes, ma'am. go on, go on, go on. Um, but we, I, I think the whole purpose mm-hmm. is we bring something wonderful to Mm -hmm. the table and if you lose us you will lose a lot of beauty in the world Mm. am i right middle children out there
0: (laughs) so so here let me pose a question to you then if you only had the two children Uh uh-huh right or maybe the one yeah wouldn't they then like inadvertently kind of pick up those traits and those little characteristics because you know you kind of have to
1: Meet the need. This is you know? what has people that believe in the middle child syndrome <laughs> and psychologists mm-hmm. butting heads all the time, silly. Mm-hmm. Because. <laughs> Psychologists don't necessarily believe that there is such a thing. And we've talked about mm-hmm. this in a past episode that there's such a thing as middle child syndrome. Right. They believe that you kind of just take on those traits because you automatically assign them to yourself because you're like, oh, there's such a thing as a middle child syndrome. Hey, I'm a middle child. Hey, yeah. I have been neglected. I have been, you know, ignored all mm-hmm. my life. And you know, whatever maybe. <laughs> and then you rally. And so yeah, <laughs> we all rally together. And we actually have a day, oh August 12th coming up. That's Amelia. what I thought was the craziest. I need to find a second child. Well, there's even like like this organization for you know middle children so yeah funny. it's amazing but anyway um so yeah yes my baby i'm sure that someone either the oldest or the youngest would take on some of those traits mm-hmm. but you're not understanding the whole purpose of this <laughs> the middle you child would wouldn't be there yeah out, okay you know? i'll give you that you would miss out on that garter of your secrets <laughs> oh <my> on <laughs> All right, all right. You know, but yes, of course. Maybe, maybe a younger sibling could be that for an older one, mm-hmm. you know, or what have you. Sure. The <laughs> but roles the middle could... <laughs> child wouldn't be there. Okay. But the middle children Understood. are so special. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, but mm-hmm. that's what I was saying. I see a lot of this in you too. Yes, and you were, you were in the middle, and especially now, you're in the middle of Evelyn and myself. Yeah.
0: You mm-hmm. know, and we have oh, two yeah, very different right.
1: personalities. Mm-hmm. You know, and at first those personalities would come out a lot more. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like we both understood, even you and I Mm -hmm. as siblings, really, how to interact with each other and how to meet each other's needs. Mm -hmm. You know, because we're so vastly different. Mm -hmm. And I think even in times like where Evelyn and I have maybe had arguments, you had to be the one in the middle, (laughs) like (laughs) making peace. You know, and and so I feel like that's why you're an honorary middle child. (laughs) Sure. We'll allow it. Do All we allow right. it, people? Are we right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes. Yes. <no. laughs> I know. Okay. You know. Because you have. You've you've been our garter of secrets. Mm-hmm. You've, you're you super empathetic. Yes. Yes. Go <laughs> on. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. yeah. So on and so forth. So you're great. You get the gist. <laughs> but, you know, so it, it was just interesting. It was very cool. Interesting to think, like, you know, the family dynamic is changing. But like you said, and I think you're right, Sally. I think people will adapt to the role that they're in mm-hmm. and as much as it would suck to lose out on middle children i don't think we're going anywhere anytime soon if you have 4 who's the middle child who's the middle child that's a good question is it the two I that would, are sandwiched in the middle you could definitely say that probably or you no. would just
0: go yeah no yeah it would have to be child two and three so see we didn't even discuss that like oh, what about oh. the families with four there's middle children there yeah but now are there two affected i would think so you know there would be two that would be middle children yeah because then you have because you can't and your just baby. say it's the
1: fourth or the second because uh-huh. they're both one in of the them middle. is also in the middle yeah so hmm. really i mean this theory then only works with three yeah you know that's true that's interesting i didn't think about well, that. well yeah because remember we said having six mm-hmm. you and
0: rob are the middle ones yeah that's true you know, and then we kind of consider our two youngest, Naomi and Daisy, are the babies, even though Daisy's technically the baby. Yeah. But I
1: mean, that's
0: y- true. We, we, we never consider, consider Naomi the
1: middle child. Uh-uh. I feel like I consider both of them as yeah. the baby children. So yeah. They both, you know.
0: And we we've always talked like when you talk about Evelyn and I in our in our order of birth, you, you always say oldest. we're the oldest.
1: Yeah. So. it's like you guys both took on that role of the oldest sister. Like the yeah. one, the firstborn.
0: <laughs> and then I just hear Evie, And you didn't give me my time. I know. It's like
1: <laughs> Well, of course we're both sandwiched there because I didn't get no time to just be the Poor firstborn. Here comes little bald headed <laughs> Celeste <laughs> making her way through.
0: Oh man. It's like you never know, right? It's like you try to do right by your kids. You either sandwich someone too close together yeah. and they're like not okay with that, uh-huh. or you wait too long. And then like not maybe okay with I that have. Yeah. And your daughter's like, um, When's the next one? <laughs> like, she, oh, your daughter almost
1: alone. reminds me of you know like us women like when we get to a certain age and you're like, when are you know when are you gonna have more kids? And she just got like I'm not getting any younger, mama. When am gonna have my siblings?
0: And the thing is, she's so tender and sweet about it. Like she, she is. You know, she's like the other day. I don't know what we were doing, but we, I don't know if we were talking about somebody that had a baby or or people that have lots of kids. Uh-huh. And she's like, so. So what was the difference mommy? Did they just pray harder? Oh. And I was like, "Oh my gosh." It's like, "No, no. yeah." <laughs> like- you know, and it's just like, what'd you say oh. to her? And I just kind of looked and I said, no, me it has nothing to do with that. I mm-hmm. just said, sometimes it's, sometimes it just doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, I said, I think God knows what we need and maybe it's just not the time right now. Yeah. I was like, but if it's meant to be, and God wants it to happen, then it'll happen. Mm-hmm. But you know, I said, if you want to still keep praying, you keep praying, baby. I said, I'm praying, yeah. you know, I was like, but it's not because you're not praying enough or you're praying too hard or not yeah. hard enough. I was like, it's really just God's timing. And so then I just told her, I said, but you know what, me? I said, mommy's starting to get healthy. And that's why mommy's doing it. Yeah. And she's like, and she's so sweet. She's like, but mommy, you're already perfect. like, oh my God, <laughs> you're so wonderful. You know. Yeah. But I'm just like,
1: ugh. she's just something else. Those are hard but conversations. For sure. To have. For sure. Like to help a child understand like why it's just not happening, yeah. you know? And, and it is, it's hard. But there's a lot of growth and learning in that waiting mm-hmm. period. Oh, yeah. You know, I have found at least. Mm-hmm. That when I'm not understanding why things are happening the way that they're happening, or I'm like, God, you know, this is a huge desire of my heart. Yeah. What's going on? It's like He's just, He works on my heart and makes me realize and answers questions that I may have had. And then I realize, like, okay, yeah. wow. And afterwards, I feel like I grow and learn so much i agree 100 percent in those moments
0: and you know what maybe as i listen to you speak i think about the fact too that like as much as i hated my journey like initially trying to conceive my daughter Mm -hmm. and you know just how hard it was to do the waiting part of it when god was like you need to wait a little longer Mm -hmm. miha, you know um where i'm sitting at now even though like now it's been a little harder to conceive the second child and all that um I am grateful for that journey because I do feel like it has taught me to be empathetic towards other women who like I if I hadn't gone through this journey, I wouldn't have known that, you know, how to be sensitive with when, you know, when this comes up, yeah. how to show like care and concern for other people who are mm-hmm. maybe going through something similar. Yeah. Um, because it's just like. I mean, we've known people, we've talked about it, who, you know, might say things that come across as hurtful, not intentionally, they're not really thinking about it. It's Mm -hmm. just, this wasn't their journey. You know, they were able to conceive super quick. And so they're not, mindful and cognizant of when you say certain things it can be hurtful to a you know a parent whether Mm -hmm. that be the dad or the mom or you know the husband or the wife whoever who is trying to conceive because for them their journey has been a little more tough Mm -hmm. you know it's been it's it's you know caused some challenge yeah and so I, I am appreciative for that because I do feel like you know people say that you know, troubles and tribulations and hardships build character and you never want to hear it in the moment, Mm -hmm. but the aftermath hindsight's 2020, it is true.
1: It's true. It does
0: definitely develop character and it, you know, just that ability to be a better overall person because you were able to overcome something and now you have something to offer someone else who might be going through the struggle, whether that's just encouragement or, you know, just the ability to be there with them through that moment.
1: I'm not saying that people that haven't had hardships are not wonderful people. Of course, yeah. But I think some of the most beautiful people I have met in Mm -hmm. this life have been people that have gone through such deep storms. Oh, yeah. And you're right. Like They come out of it just so, just like, man, like where you just want to sit down and keep on hearing their story or talk to them because of all the things that they learned. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why we have to allow ourselves – to take a step back and say, like, we've talked about this, right? What can I get out of this situation? Mm -hmm. What is there to learn from Mm -hmm. any of this? Why am I going through this? And then let it work within your heart. Let it work on, you know, within you Mm -hmm. so that then you can later on come out of it and realize like, oh, that's what it was. You know, maybe I had to learn to let go. Maybe I had to learn this. Maybe I had to learn that, Mm -hmm. whatever it may be. Because then you can be that beautiful person for somebody, Yeah. you know, where they feel like, man, you've gone through so much and, and look at, look at who you mm-hmm. are, this amazing, beautiful person, mm-hmm. you know, that maybe we wouldn't have been. You're completely right. Sally. I don't think I'd be the person, I'm not saying I'm like the most amazing person in the world, but I feel the same way. I feel like I can, when I talk with people, my heart can yeah. stir with them yes. and hurt with them. Yeah. Whereas if I hadn't gone through situations, I would, I would. I would definitely be there for them and understand, but it would be harder, yeah, because I'd, I'd be like, man, I don't know what this feels like. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that type of pain feels like, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like your heart really can go out to that person, mm-hmm. and you and you are so much more invested because you know, like, man, you will make it out. Yeah. I promise, yeah. you will. Yeah, and and don't you worry, you know. So. Middle children, I tell you, we magical. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like only middle children. Do that. I always bring it back You're to a middle. You're the unicorn. Child. <laughs> I'm just I know. But what's that? I wasn't there. Like a. I remember when the unicorn phase was coming out. It's like I'm a unicorn in the midst of horses or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're all. Everybody's a beautiful person. The <laughs> I eldest, thought you were like everybody's youngest. a unicorn. Everybody's, <laughs> it's true. Everybody's a unicorn. That's true too, my sister. Amelia, we love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. Let us know what you think. Are you sad that middle children are "quote unquote" becoming extinct? Dinosaurs. Just, <laughs> <Not> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you a middle child? You know, have you seen that your character has developed into something different because of it? Or are you maybe the oldest and you feel, or the youngest and you feel like, hey, I have a lot of those qualities too, and I'm not a middle child, so I think really you can adapt. You know, like we were talking about earlier. We want to hear from you. We love hearing from you. Um, and we're excited because our year anniversary is coming up. It is. Yay. It is. And we have so many great plans for it. And we're just excited to celebrate with you guys. And it's going to be like this big familia party, seriously, because a year is a huge feat. And to have you guys walk alongside with us, be such great encouragement and supporters. Like, man, when we, you know, chose to just do this and see how amazing you guys have been it just it rocks our world oh, so yeah. gracias familia you guys are amazing you can find us on a littlemaspodcast.com you can find us on instagram facebook or twitter a mass underscore and check out our newsletter it's coming out for next month as always we'll have little freebies we'll have some insider information on there for you you want to subscribe to our newsletter and be one of our mm-hmm. um you know followers, I guess. I don't know what the word is for when you follow a newsletter, you know. Is there a Subscriber? word for it? Subscriber. Thank you, my sister. Hi, my baby. Yes. We're going. We're going. She's like, Mommy, come on, girl. We gotta go play. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely um, subscribe and follow us there. And also subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher uh, to hear our podcast. Of course, you can always get our episodes on our website as well. Uh, but you can rate us on those platforms. So mm-hmm. give us a rating so that You know, we can know what what you love about this. Um, Hopefully a good rating. Hopefully a good one. (laughs) Uh, And that way we can continue to grow this familia. So thank you guys. We'll check you guys out and see you guys on Lifestyle Thursday with a new post. We love you guys. For now, this is Mabel. And Celeste. And Evelyn somewhere. (laughs) I'm just kidding. She's here in spirit. I know. (laughs) And you've been listening to A Little Little Mass. Adios.